Hello, boys and ghouls. Welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast. Ah-ha! <laughs> that really caught me off guard. <laughs> Just that's what you gotta do when it's it's what you have to do for a Halloween cast. Happy Hallows Eve Eve. Well, this is a special. This is a very special Halloween because tonight is trick or treating because apparently the weather's gonna get bad. The rain is a coming. So So we don't want our little little monsters and goblins out in the rain getting their candy. I was talking about this at work today. Was it a thing like when we were kids that they would just like move Halloween? No. Like it was just It wasn't on a the thing. 31st. And I and I do understand though that tomorrow it's supposed to be like heavy rain, so like you don't want your kids out, but like I've I've trick or treated in heavy rain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it was not really a thing. I think like with the rise of social media and like people being able to communicate with each other more often you or, like or more it. easily. You like get it it's out. like, hey you guys, let's do it on t- okay, cool. We're all yeah, agreed. Like, how would the, the community have even communicated like just over like the news back in the like, day just door to door right where we're from like that would, not, they would, that just would never be, happen right exactly <laughs> so I, I kind of attribute it to that but are there any other holidays that they could just move move like I guess probably like the 4th of July maybe if there was like fireworks planned for a neighborhood no sir you can could, never move the no, 4th of you, July you can do it's, it's, I mean, it's American the title <laughs> Halloween, it, it's like a date. Like, like Halloween isn't like October thirty first. It's Halloween's Eve, so is November first Hallows. That's a good question. Oh boy, you just stumped the swam, man. All, all Hallows. What is? We were like, like sl- we were dangerously thing. like teetering on the whole like we walked up uh, uphill oh. to school both ways right yeah. there. Back in my around. day, it would be snowing and hailing, and we still got our candy. <laughs> well, right. We're but, two minutes into the podcast, and Dylan's already done two voices. I'm just I'm full of them today. Like, this also, is like, uh, can you keep if, up this pace? <laughs> like, if, you, if you just happen to turn this on, by the way, we're Sour Mash Tours. I was gonna get to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah we're Sour Mash Tours, and this <laughs> is the Sour Mash Podcast. Uh, I'm Dylan. I'm Danielle, and I'm Andy. And we're here to talk to you about all things Halloween. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. This oh! is a <laughs> hey, the <a> spooky cast. <laughs> but uh, here, we're, yeah, we uh, we are a bourbon themed podcast that sometimes talks about bourbon, but mostly talks about nonsense and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. As you can tell. Mm. So there is a chance that during this recording that there's going to be a knock at the door or a doorbell with some trick or treaters. I've never outside. wanted trick or treaters more. <laughs> And because of that, we probably won't get any. Probably not. We're here in Old Louisville. Mm-hmm. Kate might show up. I'd give her some candy. That's true. Should I give our address? <laughs> yeah. Let's Send not. the trick-or-treaters. We have let's plenty not. of candy. We're going to have extra candy whenever you're listening to this podcast. Come by and get some. Yeah, if you can find us. <laughs> find us if you dare. Right. So we are drinking today a very special bourbon. Um, mm-hmm. A Maker's Mark Private Select. From Red Castle Liquors. And the reason that this is so special is because back in July, actually on the 3rd of July, right before the 4th of July, they didn't move it. They did not move it. 4th of July Eve. (laughs) Danielle and I went to Makers with Amin and Steve from Red Castle, and we crafted this particular blend of Makers Mark. Um, If you listen to, I think it was episode... Three or four, something oh, like that. Yeah, we talked in detail about this process, and here we are in late October. And Amin texted me the other day and said, "Hey, the the supplies are in." So I went and picked up uh, a selection of these bottles. 
and been enjoying it ever since. Danielle was just commenting that the bottle's already halfway gone. Probably a little more than halfway <laughs> More than gone. halfway gone. We I've just got this, what, less than a week Friday. ago? Friday. Friday. Oh, today's okay. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. So I've been sharing this with everybody that walks through our door. I mean, it's yeah. fair to say you're sharing, but I mean, you're probably taking quite a few sips of it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Which you should. It's you take a lot of pride absolutely. in it, right? Now, this is pretty cool because I've actually never seen one of their private select bottles um, that I can think of off the top of my head since... Mm. Kind of nice to see because, you know, of course, I have the proof and stuff on the front. But on the back, it has a cool spot for, uh, like, initials. Um, and so we have some that have Andy's initials, Danielle's initials, and just uh, SMT yeah. in yeah. general. So yeah. Most of them are Amin and Steve, but we got to sign some of the, the little tags. Yeah, here. they were really generous to let us do that. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, but the, the pick that we did at Maker's Mark was really special. Not only because Dylan and I are both from... Loretta, Loretta. Uh, and or Lebanon, you know, from, from Maker's Mark uh, land, but also because having doing a barrel pick at Maker's Mark is really, really unique, and you get to try, you know, mix and match a lot of different staves, so um, we have a very special, um, I guess, recipe here with these oak finishing staves. You get 10 total, and after some trial and error, we have landed at six seared French cuvee and four roasted French mocha. Yeah, so the other options are... Baked American Pure, Maker's 46, and Toasted French Spice. So we went through six or seven different combinations, mm -hmm. um, and we each got to choose different combos. It was really fun. It was really unique. It's a great experience. I'm really happy that I got to do it. Um, and this is some really nice bourbon. Yeah, every, ever since we did that, I've been paying special attention. Every time I go into a liquor store and they have one of these, I'll always check out their combination. I have not seen this specific combination but I do notice that a lot of folks gravitate toward the cuvee, especially, and also the French mocha. You don't see a lot of uh, baked American pure or toasted French spice in these. Um, but I think that our, our tastes, I guess, were similar to some of these other stores that Definitely. are picking barrels. Yeah, it's got, it has a hint of like, you can tell that like kind of finished bourbon aspect to yeah. it. Um, but it still kind of retains a lot of the, the bourbon characteristics of it. And um, you want to and you want to talk about like how, the comparison that we're doing here to kind of yeah, talk so about that a little more. In a comparison, and we actually there's a, a lost episode of the Sour Mash podcast <laughs> where uh, our friend Quincy Kendall and I go through and talk about some crazy oh, right. bourbon yeah. experiment that we did where we tried to replicate uh, this other maker's mark that we're sipping this next to. It's the seared bu. Uh, 1-3 and basically what this is uh, the the five woods that Danielle mentioned earlier the baked American pure the French cuvee the makers 46 which I believe is just white French oak um, the French mocha and then the French spice they tried a, f a sixth wood in this private select process and it was a sous vide um, French oak stave and they decided that it was delicious on its own, but it didn't necessarily play, play well with the other, um, the other finishing staves. So they released this in 375 milliliter bottles in very, very limited quantities. And I was lucky enough to come across one. So this is one that was super sought after. This, I think, retailed for like 35 bucks, but there were people paying... I want to say upwards of 150 or 200 bucks for this 375 really? milliliter bottle on the secondary market. Wow. And we're trying our pick next to this coveted seared <laughs> BU selection. I think the seared on it's it's a little hot for me. I um, I agree. I get a yeah, I get a lot it's, of that like it's heat very from hot. It. From yeah. Mm -hmm. like, so as opposed to I can the still feel it. 
Yeah, as opposed like to like the Red Castle pick, which is a whole lot softer, um, I think, on the palate, which is kind of indicative of that like traditional maker's mark. Um, yeah. So I think you guys did a did one hell of a job. I agree. It turned out really nice. And you know, the if we ever put it the put the lost podcast out, I plan mm-hmm. on it someday. I need to probably go do some heavy editing because <laughs> We had been uh, drinking for a long time. That was a fork at this forecastle weekend, yeah, wasn't it? it was. Yeah, we, we wh- where were we? Kelly and I. Oh, I think we went. We went to, to um, taste. Right, right, right. Fine wines and bourbon. Right, and tasted a proud great partner. Right now. Proud partner, sour yeah. rash. Proud and then came back, and Danielle and Kelly wisely took a nap because we were heading back to the waterfront for forecastle. And Quincy, and we I wake decided up it was and a they had recorded to... a podcast, of course. They <laughs> <laughs> just powered through and kept drinking. They powered through, the whole and thing. We, they're sitting at the table, much like we are. They have the computer down here, and they recorded a podcast, but. You know, I really value my sleep as much as I like bourbon. So. But during that, we, we sampled not only this, but Quincy and I each bought a bottle of Maker's Barrel Proof and tried to recreate this. Uh, it's a very mixed result. <laughs> um, but we actually both agreed that this Maker's Seared BU, while very tasty, is a little bit overrated. And I agree with Dylan. I prefer uh, most of the private selects I've tasted, but especially the uh, the Red Castle Liquors mm-hmm. slash Sour Mesh Tours private select. Yep. Yeah, what what you're not talking about are the specifics of your recreation. Well, that's on the that's on the uh, the lost. Yeah, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to give all the details. Like you okay. want you want to leave people wanting more. Right? Leave them okay. Yeah. Leave them with that. That way, you just it. like surprise drops it one day. I just think it's a hilarious story, <laughs> and the you went they went through. Pretty drastic measure, so you can tell. You can tell no, me no, about no, it if you no, want. No, 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 no. we save it. No, we'll save it. That's that's gonna that's, be our viral. That's, for another that's time a viral hit. Right that's there. right. Just wait. Just wait. Now we have to put it out. Oh. There you go. Now you gotta do some editing. Now we gotta do some editing. Now this is a this is a very very uh, makers heavy episode, right? It is a very makers heavy episode. So mm-hmm. nice segue. <laughs> that was a great segue. Always. So last night I had the privilege to go to a dinner at Makers Mark Distillery at Star Hill Provisions. Um, that is Makers Mark. Um, on-site uh, restaurant, uh, Chef Newman Miller. Is Which is pretty new, there. right? It is pretty I mean, new. Like crazy pretty new. new. So Chef Newman Miller, he is the uh, executive chef at Star Hill, and his, he and his wife, Rachel, run it. Um, and I have not had the pleasure of actually going because when we went to do our pick, it was a Tuesday, and they're closed on Tuesdays. But my friend Lori, um, she messaged me and asked if I'd like to go to this dinner. So she and I, along with our friend Damaris, went to this Connect dinner. And it was at Star Hill Provisions, like I said, Chef Newman Miller and Chef Jonathan uh, Cyril from Lockbox in Lexington. Mm-hmm. So it was really great. And it was presented by the Dairy Alliance and um, Eat Y'all. And these uh, these organizations are all about supporting local um, creators and farmers. So... The cheese, the lamb, everything was either local or, you know, um, grown organically or this or that. And it was amazing. So it was a five-course dinner that we had. We started out with Maker's Cocktails. Um, We had a beer pairing um, from Blackberry Farms Brewery, I believe, uh, in Tennessee with each of our courses. And then at the end, we had a um, private select, and it was in like a tiny Glen Corn glass. Mm-hmm. It was super cute and great. It's posted on the Sour Mash uh, uh, social media outlet, so if you guys want to take a look. Courses were amazing. Of course, um, I am biased. I think it's the most beautiful distillery, so our surroundings were great. Um, it was just a really beautiful fall meal, so I was lucky enough to get to go to that. 
I had been home the day before, and Lori asked me to go, and I said, you know what, I'll go back. Yeah. So that's what I did on my Monday night, which was amazing. <laughs> now, how many people were at this dinner? There were probably like 30 people yeah. eating, maybe, maybe 40. Um, and there were some up-and-coming chefs that this uh, organization, Eat Y'all, they like... Is it them... Eat, comma, Y'all, or just Eat Y'all? It's just like... Eat y'all. Appropriate like, for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's obviously they're not referring to like yeah. eating y'all. Yeah. You know, like I'm not gonna eat y'all, but like it's like eat y'all. Like eat y'all? let's eat y'all. It's eat. actually let's eat y'all. I think. Okay. But okay. Let's eat. Y'all. It says eat y'all. Well, that's still. Let's eat. Y'all. I saw it, I saw you grinning when I said it. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. No, I, get it. I was mostly I mostly um, granted Andy because you just like subtly name dropped uh, celebrity chef Damaris Phillips, well, like his friend. Damaris is a friend of mine. Another Damaris. I'm not, I'm not trying to subtly name drop anyone, but she all she was the third with us. It was myself and Lori and Damaris, and so um, wonderful person. Damaris is wonderful, and she is so much fun to go to a dinner like this with. She won Food Network Food Network Star. She's an amazing chef. She's got a cookbook out, Southern or Southern Girl Meets Vegetarian Boy. She had a show on the Food Network, Southern at Heart, mm-hmm. and then she also has one now called Southern and Hungry. Um, she's amazing. Uh, much more to her resume than that. And then, of course, Lori is great as well, and she got me the hook up there, um, invited me to go. I could not say no to that. There go, boys and girls. It's, a, it's all about your network. It's all about it. Um, all about thing. some good friends. So that was an amazing dinner, but it was very apropos because mm-hmm. we had just gotten our private select in. I do not know the details of the private select that I had last night. It was mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm. I drank um, two people's, myself <laughs> and, and Lori's. Because she was <laughs> driving back. Because she was driving, driving back. But I was like, oh. on a bourbon. I mean, yeah. Bourbon jinger. Yeah, I am. So... Uh, it was great. It was really, really good. So I'm and that that restaurant, like the plans for that, are to turn that into like a destination. Absolutely, and they're going to be redoing it soon, I believe. Um, and um, it's really amazing. So Rachel and Newman Miller, they also run in Bardstown the uh, Harrison Smith Harrison House. Smith mm-hmm. House. Um, so I think they they mainly do just private dinners there, yeah. but yeah. I'd love to go there as well. Um, the food was great, and Newman is awesome. He's from Springfield. And so we chatted a little bit, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm from I'm from London as well." You won't know where any of these places are if you're not from Kentucky, and even then, you probably don't know. But But you can look them up. Uh, So that was an amazing dinner, Um, and I was honored to go. So yeah, yeah, a lot of makers, very makers heavy week. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. No. What time does trick or treat start? (laughs) Andy's like like looking at patiently waiting for the other the other walk up hill both ways thing about Halloween is. (laughs) Now I think that they do trick or treat like make sure everybody's like home before dark. Right. Like I remember trick or treating in like the pitch black. Pitch black. Like, yeah. We didn't start until it got dark. It was a different time, Andy. I you started could, before you could trust dark. Your, something also to consider. Um, they changed daylight savings time. So yeah. I think that the clocks used to fall back before Halloween, but now they fall back the weekend after okay. Halloween. You've really been thinking about this, huh? Yeah, for like. 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I started before it got dark, mm-hmm. um, right when I got home. I mean, people are trick-or-treating now, but like I said, I don't think that we get a ton of trick-or-treaters. I think I just got a little antsy and bought too much candy. Well, you so. never know, because you don't want to be like right. that house that doesn't have any. Right. And last year, we weren't here. Mm-hmm. Well, we were at uh, Dustin and Allison's. Our, yeah, our Dustin friends. from TrustCrooks.com. TrustCrooks.com. So we were there, there last year. Um, we were not here. So like you, Dylan, tonight we turned our front porch light off and mm-hmm. we... So we had no idea. Um, we'll see tonight. 
Moment of truth. Yeah, we're not home some. Yeah, my no. neighbors tell me ten to fifteen. So speaking of Halloween, one thing that I, our listeners almost surely don't know, except probably seventy five percent of our listeners know us personally, <laughs> um, is that our man Dylan Miles is a very prolific Halloween guy. Absolutely. Oh Jesus, you've had, you've had some just. He's had knockout some incredible costumes. costumes. Um, I was fortunate enough that I, I came up and as an adult during the Dave Chappelle era. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, it, it was mostly just trying to figure out the best uh, the best way to uh, to carve my life after what he's already been doing. Well, uh, either way. So either way, let's run through great. some of Dylan's greatest hits. What are I mean, what, what are some of your what's your favorite Halloween costume as an adult and then maybe as a child also? I'm already thinking about the collage I'm going to make. Today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like if you really think about it, I mean, Prince was an all timer. Yeah, because that uh, that Prince was, was a, Prince was number one. Prince, like because the element of like you looked exactly like I embodied I embodied, embodied Prince him. that night. But then you also. Dylan's a great singer, and so he karaoke. Jeez, guys. amazing. I know. Like, I can't believe he was showering you with compliments. No. Take it in. Blushing. And so he he truly embodied him. That was a great costume. That Excellent was a lot costume. of fun. I mean, there there are, there are some videos online of me singing, probably when I shouldn't have um, mm-hmm. karaoke. Mm-hmm. It was all time epic. It was amazing. Um, I think that uh, one that nobody really knows about. Is the is the Rick James that mm. I did for a house party mm-hmm. one year, yeah. um, and that was a complete. Let's go to the thrift store. I cut out some felt stars that I hot glued <laughs> to a two dollar white blazer, um, and had a Jerry curl wig on. That and yeah, is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, put some foil on my teeth <laughs> to give me the gold oh, tooth. Yikes! Look. Yeah, it was it was rough, but um, no, I. All credit aside, you guys have done some really good stuff in the in the uh, we've the done, couples department. We've done, yeah, we've done some some decent ones. Oh, award winners, oh, definitely. Oh, right, yeah. But it, it, that was uh, the Ghostbusters costume wasn't as much of a costume. It was just kind of circumstances. And it was the circumstance. You know, you can buy a Ghostbusters costume just like it on Amazon for twenty five bucks. So it wasn't anything groundbreaking. But we well, were, what's groundbreaking was I think the sock stuff. <laughs> that was that that was something um Crotch stuff and he did not try his ghostbusters costume on beforehand and neither did his brother grady so when allison and myself tried ours on we're like okay we already know how these fit mm-hmm. brady and andy um two full-grown men put theirs on and realized that they are way too tight and they're not about to walk out on las vegas boulevard so they just kind of stuffed their crotches and Yada yada yada. And the yada, rest, yada, is, yada, the yada. rest is we won twenty five hundred dollars in the That's costume right. contest. That's right. Hold on, what? Yes. You knew this. I don't think I know the story. Yes. You, oh, oh my gosh, Dylan, you totally know it. Okay. I'll and it's a story. It's between. a story for another podcast because in order to tell this, I feel like we're gonna have to take up the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it's an epic. But basically, we ended up being coerced into getting into this costume contest at Planet Hollywood. The whole thing was totally like poorly run, poorly organized. <laughs> Apologies if anybody that works at the Planet Highwood Las Vegas is listening I'm to this. I'm sure someone is. I'm sure somebody is. But yeah. the, the whole circumstances were just surreal. One and of the bartenders was like, she was like a, a, a pawn uh, in the... in the. Well, she, she wasn't dressed like as a pawn. Like, <laughs> but she, be a, she was a pawn in this game. She was, <laughs> she was dressed like, so like she's a... Sca- yeah. she, was, she was dressed up, but she was the scapegoat. She was supposed here. to win second place. I think oh. she was supposed to win first Oh, she, she was a ringer. 
She was right. the ring. She's there a sexy, sexy soccer player. Oh, and you gotta you gotta go harder than sexy sexy soccer player to do no, number one but, for me. But we we had these just store bought Ghostbusters costumes and we pulled it off well because but Danielle you, yeah. looked a lot like Kate McKinnon. That mm-hmm. helped. Um, we were both very emotive, I guess. When you guys had a time. squad, though. We had a like, cheering yeah. section. Oh, yeah. We had a huge cheering section. But the real turn was when everybody in the crowd got pissed off because they realized that the sexy soccer player was actually a bartender and they turned on the, the judge. Oh. But then it went downhill like very, very quickly because they were like... Then they started rushing other people they out. They were rushing people out and they're like... They're like, these people should win, you know? And it's like Andy and I are standing there, you're torn because you know you're about to win a bunch of money, but you also know you definitely don't deserve to win this contest. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there were people fully. that spent way more time and way more effort and had way better costumes than us, but we ended up pulling it off and bringing home the big prize. And it was They took us into the basement of Planet Hollywood. Oh, I thought lights. they were going to rough us up. They're yes. like taking pictures with their iPhone for their social media. For the social never got posted. Never mm. got posted. Yeah, yeah, and then, they, uh, they didn't want it to be seen. It didn't work out. Whenever we got our money, Andy goes, we need to run. He wadded <laughs> it up in, he had like a zipper pocket. That's the only pocket we had. And we just like speed walked out of Planet Hollywood. We're like, we got to get out of here. Get like just in, ca- just in case like something was about, they were about to yeah. rip it out of our hands, mm-hmm. you know? It was weird. It was insane. Anyway, yeah. Ghostbusters, so maybe not the best, but. But we're going to go back to that one day and we're going to tell the whole story. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of detail in that. <laughs> that was the gist of it. I saw, yeah, I mean, we've had some, we've had some good Halloween times. Yeah, we did, when we did Halls and Oatses. Halls and Oatses. That's that right. Good. You and mm-hmm. I were a, a horse and a jockey one horse year. Horse and a jockey was good. I that was, was solid. Yeah. 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 I, you were. Uh, you had your run of being a. That a was pumpkin. the same year that the horse was the same year that Dylan did Prince. The Prince. In the yeah. video, there's Danielle with her horse. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have a Halloween costume, much like Ron Swanson has a Halloween <laughs> costume. From if you're familiar with Parks and nope. Rec. Um, my Halloween costume I bought probably about 12 years ago from Walmart after Halloween for six bucks, and it's just a pumpkin. <laughs> and it's great because you can wear a shirt under, you can wear leggings, whatever. It's super comfortable. But everybody needs to have a Halloween costume. Just go-to. Okay? It needs to be a go-to. Like, last minute, you decide you want to go out, you get invited to a party, you need to have something. Like, if you have too much elaborate stuff in your closet, you just need to have a pumpkin to throw yeah. on. Or like an animal onesie, for example. See, so, yeah, you guys have those too? We have those. So what Kate and I did just recently was that we uh, went as parrot heads. Which you already had the gear, Which clearly, we, because you are parrot heads. Loosely, yes. I, I would consider <laughs> myself a parrot head by association more okay. than a pure okay. parrot head. Well, but we're yes, going to check in on this in It does count. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we had all of the stuff that we needed. Just kind of gussied it up a little bit. I put some, uh, I put some mom jeans on. Yeah. Okay, um, I was going to ask you because... <laughs> I saw this picture of you guys, and I'm like, Dylan's a well-dressed man. Like, what is going on with the jeans? What's like, up with them jeans? I thought that you were like, I was like, is he, is, are these a pair of jeans that he just put like in his closet? No. Okay. Those were a pair of elastic women's pants that I bought for my Steve Urkel costume oh, that I wore. Right. Which is like, another one. Do you remember when we saw Steve Urkel on the street? Yes. I took a picture, and then I realized when I looked at the that picture he was that he was like, heat. Dude. <laughs> dude. And I posted it on social media, and the next morning in the light of day, I was like, whoa. We had the tightest <laughs> pants on in the world, it was and he incredible. hid nothing. Incredible. And it made me feel... Very insignificant. <laughs> and I po- immediately, I'm like, I'm like, I'm posting this on Instagram. So I was lost for a second in that story. When you said he was packing, I thought you meant like Steve Urkel had like a gun on. Oh his no, head. no 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 no! Oh no! A massive donger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, 
It was, it was uncomfortable. It was, uh, but it was like I didn't notice it until the next day. And Dylan and I were like, whoa. Oh, oh. yeah. The real Jaleel White famously has a massive donor. Oh, it does he? Yep. I did not know that. He might. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you guys can't see his face on the podcast, but Andy likes to fib. A little bit. A little fibbing. He likes, he likes a little fibbing. That's okay. He probably does. It's a trick. It I is mean, trick. It is trick or treat. Yeah, right. Trick a or Hollywood treat. Hollywood Would you rather <laughs> trick or treat? Trick or treat. Oh, another another great Dylan Halloween costume, and then we can transition to the next. Is uh, weren't you Apollo Creed one time? I wasn't Apollo Creed. I've always wanted to do Apollo mm, Creed. Yeah. So I've always said I wanted to do zombie Apollo Creed. Zombie Apollo yeah, Apollo Creed. that's that's on the bucket list. I was Kimbo Slice a couple years ago. Actually, I saved that picture today from Facebook. Yes. Um, this that's was a good at one. our friend Charity and Ben's Halloween party. And that's the Stranger Things background, but look at this picture. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's the most gangster picture. It's a game. But like, for the listeners, this is Danielle in a giraffe onesie, <laughs> me in a monkey onesie, and Dylan is a very intimidating looking Kimbo slice with a chain around his neck. <laughs> but like, you all have like this complete hard, like, gangster face, and I have this slight smirk. You like, do. what's going on? And I do this... have a, a tall can wrapped in a brown paper bag. <laughs> you do. So. And again, this is a prime example. We should I definitely totally, post that I'm going to post some, some, some uh, costumes from Halloween's past because this, again, is a prime example of having a Halloween costume. Because Andy and I were like, you know what? We have these animal onesies mm-hmm. kind of at, at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. Yeah. No stress. We no were seeds, warm. No stems. No <laughs> sticks. There we That's go. That's right. That was our. That was my first time going to Galaxy, that night. Oh, oh that's oh, right yeah. in the outer space. Yeah, in outer space. Galaxy is one of our partners. Yeah, proud partners at our match tours. I yeah. got way too discombobulated with a lot of smoke and uh, it was, DJs. It was intense. Yeah, yeah. That was the time we needed to go. Yeah, we're like, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> so to keep pushing forward with this Halloween theme, I think we wanted to have maybe a slight conversation about Halloween candy. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because Absolutely. I just went to buy Halloween candy. At the last minute, Walgreens was on fire because they changed. Because <laughs> everybody was expecting the day. Exactly. So I get to Walgreens. We do it every and it's, year. it's legitimately like you see the people who don't play. Mm-hmm. Like the dudes buying like the twenty dollar, two twenty dollar huge bags of like the the A one A Halloween candy. But yeah. that's not me. Mm-mm. Like I'm not going for the tootsie rolls, but like I'm gonna get like you know like the mini like Snickers or. But like, I saw those caramel apple pops in there. Okay. I'm glad that you noticed that's those. That's a jam. That, that is a selfish purchase. It was a little bit of a selfish purchase, but it wasn't with the Halloween candy. It was in the next aisle over. I knew people probably weren't seeing it. And if anybody's like me, they like those. I mm-hmm. really like those. Either way. So, like, Halloween candy. What's the best Halloween candy? Oh, my God. I mean, there's so many that like, are what just, do you, like, solid. What do you love getting and what do you hate getting? So, here's one that flies under the radar that I think a lot of... This is going to be divisive. Um... But I really like the flavored Tootsie Rolls, specifically the vanilla and the yes! orange. Yes. <laughs> okay. The only one I'm going to disagree with there is like lime. Yeah, lime. lime. Do you know Lime's, what I'm saying? Yeah. But like the cherry, the orange, the vanilla. Vanilla. Like, absolutely, and you mm-hmm. can't find them any other time. No. No, See? that's not divisive at all here. Okay, clearly not. About, what about like the Mary Janes or whatever? Man, what that's like some candy that mom ate. So like the toppies, ate. they have like some. No, that's a negative. They got something in there. I don't familiar. know. When I was you growing up, it's like it's like the most generic, like yeah. orange, yeah, paper like wrapper. It looks like saltwater like taffy. Little, yeah. Oh, those are the ones that I always used to just assume that somebody was making in their house. <laughs> you assume <laughs> that someone made them in their house. Oh, yeah, they, they do. Like, they do look yeah. like it. And they're, yeah, they they do kind of look like. Remember when you were a kid and 
your mom would scare you because there'd be like on the news or something like razor blades. There's a razor blade in his apple. Like if there was gonna be a razor blade in any candy, it's it gonna, was be, gonna be one of yeah, those. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna eat arsenic on Halloween, it was one of those. <laughs> right. Or like a popcorn ball that an old woman made. Right. And you know? I never ate any of that. Like no. I had like a toothbrush one year, like a pencil. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Nonsense. First of all, a toothbrush that's kind of expensive to give out to all the kids. Like mm-hmm. just buy some candy. Yeah. You were you trick or treating at your dentist's house? No. no, you did that. It was not my dentist. No, okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, you never. <laughs> I was saying like who's passing out toothbrushes? Right. Some, no, it was some an, douche. It was an older lady, <laughs> an older lady growing up, but I mean, I I don't love getting Tootsie Rolls. I don't love giving getting Tootsie Pops. Like I'm not into that. Yeah. Um, like I don't really like to get a lot of stuff. Did you get a lot of like dots? I just remember dots. getting a ton of dots. So many back dots. In the day. He I loves really dots. Love dots. I'm a, like I'm a fan, I but like there's something about a, like being a kid and being like fucking packs of dots. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, I'm so tired of these packs of dots. It's a very boring candy. Yeah, it's like such, if somebody hands me like very low a, Reese's, a Reese's pumpkin, like mm-hmm. okay, we are in business. Yeah. Like the Reese's pumpkin has the best like area of. Peanut Probably butter, the, most, yeah. the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. You don't have the ridges around this. Like, incredible. Yeah. That is going to be an A1A for me. <laughs> like, I like the little, like, miniature, like, candy bars. Mm-hmm. But you know what I like way better than a normal Kit Kat is, a, is like, a miniature Kit Kat. Oh, baby Like, Kit- just, like, one little Kit Kat. I can't tell you the last it's time insane. that I bought a full... It no, is, but I, but I like it's not. It, I like the one individual Kit Kat. Right, you're like... When's oh, the last right. time you bought a full-size Kit Kat? Bar? Yeah, when's the last time you went to, like, never. the grocery and you're like... Absolutely You get to the candy and you're like... And, and, and Andy Wendell talked about this on Facebook. When's the last time you go and you're like, oh, yep, choosing the Kit Kat. But if you find one Kit Kat or like the small Heath. Um, we have some of those in there. We I absolutely do. And that's what that's what drew me to the back. Because <laughs> the I saw Heath. a little Heath and I was like. That was like, a candy though I didn't like when I was a kid. Because I assumed like Heath. I thought it was like a healthy candy. It does, Heath, yeah, healthy. Well, but it's like a, the, but it's literally like the worst one. That's exactly. <laughs> it's just pure. It's pure sugar. It's, it's toffee, toffee it's, covered in chocolate. That reminds me of the time that somebody was reading um, a description of our tours, and it said an SMT tour guide, and they're like, "Oh, led by a smart tour guide," <laughs> and she said it aloud, and I was just like, "Yeah, you're right." It was a new fest, right? It was. It was yeah. great. We are smart. We I are smart. They are smart. We're smart boys. The only anger, anger, anger. But we, like, the only time I ever had a Heath candy bar was in a Blizzard growing up. Ooh. Like, I always got Heath, Heath Blizzard, Blizzard, but I never amazing. bought a Heath actual, like, I don't even know if I've ever seen a full-size Butter Heath Butterfinger Blizzard, like, I can get down with that, but I'm not yeah. going to eat a Butterfinger So this would be yeah. my concern with the Heath, Heath Blizzard. Um, M&M's, I love M&M's, especially peanut butter M&M's. Yeah, but when you put M&M's yeah. in a blizzard, the cold ice cream makes those M&M's hard like little They're rocks. rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Heath bars are already pretty hard, so I, I'd be no, concerned but that it would so, get harder. But it's, it's a different fine, type of crunch. It's a, yeah, like it's you a expect a toffee crunch. You don't expect yeah. an M&M to be like to like break your tooth. But like <laughs> at, at Heath, you're like maybe. I'm prepared right? for this. And then you like crush it up and put it in a blizzard. It's just like a Butterfinger blizzard. Yeah. It's the same type of thing. So good. I'm with you. Right. I'm not gonna buy a full size Heath or full size Butterfinger, but I'm gonna. I'm down with I'm it crushed up into yeah. ice cream. Yeah, it's delicious. 100%. So here's a candy that I've literally only seen in the context of Halloween candy, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Bottle caps. Have you ever seen a full right. size bag of bottle caps? No, that's, a, that's it's a only no. the miniature. It's only a miniature. Miniature. Mini- Mini- there, there was your. There was your voice for the episode. <laughs> yeah. Miniature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not down with bottle caps, um, but you know. But why? I just don't like the flavor. Like there's like always like a cola, 
Yeah, but you have a cola, yeah, cola like the root beer. The root beer. Oh, root I beer hate root beer flavor. Oh, I, I hate love, root beer. I love root beer. So you guys understand why I don't like them. Yeah, that makes But if you give sense. me like some sweet tarts, mm-hmm. like chewy on Halloween, sweet chewy sweet tarts. Either one, I'm yeah. down to clown. And then you got like the little, like the little, like pack yeah. of sweet tarts, like the tiny ones, mm-hmm. the little roll. Absolutely, sixlets. Okay. See, yeah, that's like, another one that you would never buy in like a full size. But sixlets are just like Canadian M and M's. Right, and we don't have those here. I don't no, know. I just assume Canadian, that they are. Canadian M&M, like, there's like, there's like. <laughs> oh yeah, Canadian M&Ms are like that. They're called Smarties. Smarties. Yeah, Smarties Canadian, or something. Knew that all together. No, no not. not in Canada. Smarties. In Canada. Smarties. What are they called? Smarties. In Smarties Canada. here are chalky. Yeah, I love but them. Smarties in Canada are like a little like chocolate. A little chocolate. Um, sixlet. Yeah. Hmm. Just shaped a little differently, more like an M&M. Yeah, the more you know. The there more you, you know. My friend Ellen used to bring we back like pickle chips, yes, pickle chips, ketchup chips, Smarties. Those are like all the like the Canadian things that like Ellen would bring That's back. That's how you get all the things. But then one thing we haven't mentioned are like just the straight up like the Three Musketeers, oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. Snickers, yeah. the Milky Way. Yeah. Those bars, like I feel like they get lost in everything because those are just right of the milk candy. Like you see those. Year I really round. love Three Musketeers though. That's like a treat. For mm-hmm. me. Like yeah. I like. Yeah, I'm really into them. We were talking at work today. Like if they were, if you were gonna put a razor blade in one type of candy, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Three Musketeers would be the one because it's got it's already got that shiny uh, wrapper, so it would conceal a metallic razor blade pretty good. And this is what Andy talks about when he goes to the murder factory where he works. <laughs> every day. Oh, Jesus my, yeah. Okay. Well, we, I mean, we were joking around. Because, like, I, I honestly, I don't, think, about mer- I don't think that anybody's ever actually put a razor blade. <laughs> that in is a, a myth. Piece of candy. Yeah, it's never actually happened. Has it never? But then happened? Elizabeth well, at work said that it's a myth that it's never happened, and she says it has happened. I think it's just a scare tactic. But either way, I, I think, think it, it may have too. already happened. I think it's just a way for parents to eat their kids' candy. Well, now there's so many That's allergens really that a lot of people do like trunk or treats with like just little like. Um, toys mm-hmm. and like knickknacks and things like that. I would that. not have been down with that. Um, I feel like, well, growing up, it just wasn't a thing. No. Like, yeah, I mean, you were allergic to peanuts or peanut butter. But, right? really had, that, like, but that's like, yeah. you're just like, I'm just not going to eat this or that. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to eat a Reese. Like, I'm not going to eat a Reese cup. I like how I told you about like the pump, the Reese pumpkins, and mm-hmm. I was like describing like the, the ratio, and you're like you, so polite. You're like, no, yeah, great. no, no, but you don't understand. Like, that developed later on in life. Like, my prime okay. Halloween trick or treating years. So, like, you understand. Yeah. You understand oh, what I'm talking I, about. I long for those days. Yeah. yeah. I wish they would make like an almond butter Reese pumpkin. That makes go. me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I would tear that up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But no. Little Packs of Whoppers is my last one that I want to talk about. Yes. I went to the wine rack today, and he always has a little jar of candy. And there were just two packs of Whoppers because nobody wants to Whoppers. People hate Whoppers. I, I don't get it. I don't love like, Whoppers. I love malted milk. I think they're delicious. I was made to feel Whoppers. like a fool on Saturday. <laughs> we were at the Barrett Bar watching the UK game. They passed around some Halloween candy and I chose the Whoppers. And Justin Capps is like, who chooses Whoppers? I agree. I yeah. agree. Who chooses Whoppers? They love Whoppers. What were your other options? I don't even remember. I went straight to the water. We literally had only, <laughs> saw eye, only but, had eyes. We for saw the nothing but that tan. That's, tan that's incredible to me because I am on Justin's page. I'm not going to go for the whoppers. I'm going to go for something else. That's another candy that I'm like not down with on Halloween. Before. But Before. I mean, I guess like if it were the last one left, like I'm not going to not eat it. You know. So that's still right. no trick or treaters, but no. I do have I do have one more story to tell because we're at 35 minutes. This is already oh. a, a bear of a well, podcast. Let's hear it. <laughs> So I've been in Las Vegas a lot recently. Um, Hashtag I went, blessed. I went for three days with some buddies over a long weekend. 
And then I came back, was back in Louisville for a little less than a week or a little more than a week. And I went back for two days for work. And I love Las Vegas probably more than anybody, but there's a, a finite num- amount of time you can spend there. So I, I definitely had my Vegas fill. But on, on the first weekend, we were, it was the first night we were there. We had had a great meal at this place called Bazaar Steaks, B-A-Z-A-R, not like weird, bizarre steaks. Um, and we were kind of cruising the strip because Marty had never been to Las Vegas, and we just wanted to show him around a little bit. And we run into uh, one of Ryan and Ethan's friends from high school. And so I just never, randomly? Well, he was there. They knew he was there. but Okay. Okay. All right. I, I don't remember. His name was Matt, I think. But um, <laughs> I talked to him a little bit at Flamingo. Um, he seemed like he was having a really good time. And then he kind of folded into our group as we walked further down the strip. And later on, I kind of got to talking to this guy and asked him, you know, what he was doing out there, who he was with, etc. And he kind of casually dropped, well, we were in um, we were in L.A. hanging out with Mario Lopez, and then we came here to spend some time in Las Vegas. And I was like, just, ca- just casually? Just dropped it? Yeah, just dropped it. Like, Danielle dropped Damaris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, all right, all right. So, but it turns, so, I, I kind of, I'm a, not ashamed at all to admit that I'm a, a huge Saved by the Bell guy. I grew up with it. Huge. And still, still really enjoy the program. Not often enough. <laughs> I wish I, I could watch when, when are you watching Saved well, by the Bell? Never, but okay, I, if, okay. if it was on, like if I'm flipping through the channels and Saved by the Bell's on, I'm probably going to stop. Especially okay. if it's like the Johnny Dakota episode or the Rob Belding episode or one so of those. Ever, or the Zack that. Attack, especially the Zack Attack Zach where they have the band. Attack. That is inc- that's an incredible right. episode. Yeah. So I'm immediately like curious, like, how do you know Mario Lopez? What's the situation here? This is my dream. <laughs> so, but turn- was he on the set of Extra? He, he was. And what? the reason that he was was because his friend, I think who lives in Louisville, was at some event. And one of the items on the silent auction was to get to go out to Los Angeles and hang out with Mario Lopez on the set of Extra. Get the fuck out of here. Like, yes. this is not... <laughs> Wait, they bid on that item? Yeah. Yes. It's super confusing. So all these thoughts are going through my mind. I'm assuming that this guy, he's friends with Ryan and Ethan. I'm assuming he has somewhat of a sense of humor. So I'm kind of going down that that path like, what, why? Like, why did, was it they, Were they a big Saved by the Bell fan? Like, what, why do they want to go do this? Why would they purposely bid on this item? And he's like, man, I just wanted to go out there and hang out with Lopez, I guess. On <laughs> super seriously? Yeah, dead serious. So I was kind of like going through this whole thing, like, you know, trying to save face a little bit because I think he was offended that I was so, like, taken aback like, by, oh, yeah, I can totally by this that. scenario. Like, okay, yeah. But then I'm like saying, okay, so what did you talk to him about? Were you asking him about, like, specific Saved by the Bell stuff? And then I just kind of went on with... You know, some things maybe I would ask Mario Lopez about episodes How still, of Saved by still the looking Bell. so good after all these years? Right. Um, among other things. The dimples, <laughs> etc. So, oh, wow. And, and he's not biting on this thread either. He's like thinking, he thinks the whole time I'm kind of making fun of him. Because I kind of was. You but, 100% were. No, I was. I, really, I was well, genuinely curious about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so I know you, Andy. Like you can't ask these questions without it making it seem like Andy's like, a you're curious bullshit. dude. Like he will ask you a thousand questions. But so the one thing that he said, he's like, actually, he had a very interesting hypothetical situation that he brought up to us. Okay. No, he did not. Uh, he Mario did. Lopez. Mario Lopez. Lopez did. All right. Oh is my it, god. Is this our Would You Rather? And this is our Would You Rather. Oh my god. So I want to see if you guys had like the same the same reaction that we all had when Mario Lopez went. Mind you, 
Think about this scenario. Like, oh, these people go out to LA. They're on this set. This is better than I could have ever imagined. Mario Lopez is trying to entertain them somehow. I don't know. Like, what do you even do? Like, oh, this is the cameraman over here. This is where I stand when I introduce the next clip. Like, okay. I met Kim Kardashian right here. Right here. I mean, I'll, I'll, I think that's kind of cool. It's kind of it cool. It's cool. No, I mean, like, yeah, it's but, just completely random as fuck. No, 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 no. But if I had to sign an auction, would you bid on that? Would you? Even... No. No, I mean, I wouldn't, but, I'm curious you know, how much since you somebody's doing it. it. Anyway, since somebody's doing it. Trick or treat. Hey, you got a trick or treater. It's It's Kate. It's not a trick or treater. It's, it's my girlfriend, Kate. <laughs> so that's okay. I'll to, give her some candy. To put a bow on this story, Mario Lopez, and this is what the friend decided was like the most interesting thing about Lopez, is he asked the question: If you had the choice, would you rather have unlimited groceries for free, okay. or unlimited Uber rides? Groceries. This is the question obviously. Of Mar- Mario Lopez brought this up to these people. Groceries. <laughs> obviously. Groceries, right? I mean, are you guys going to fight with me on that? Like, I mean, no. That's I don't know. obvious. Now okay. that Kate's here, I can say, like, we drink a lot, so we. I don't spend 11 hours to get to your house to drink. But Unlimited how much, Ubers. But how much well, did you spend on food? This week versus Uber. We but it's bars. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I just drink. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with groceries. Not that Ubers is a bad thing, but that's so odd. It is so weird. So the next day we're all laughing about it, and, and Marty decides that Mario Lopez probably asked this question to everybody because the, the, the kicker was from Dude was that Mario Lopez chose Ubers because he just really hates to drive. So Marty thinks that Lopez brings this up to everybody so he could let him in on a little secret about A.C. Slater. He also he hates, to, hates cook, to drive. So he's, he's no driver. And he yeah. doesn't. He hasn't bought groceries in years. Right. Yeah, what Someone does Lopez? that for Somebody's <laughs> making his meals because he's so anyway, a hard body. Oh, yeah. I think it's a slam dunk groceries. I mean, I, I take Uber. I had to take an Uber to my car yesterday morning I spent- because I forgot I left it at Barracar. <laughs> I have the video from our, from our front porch of Andy outside. For so long, just doing this, and I finally texted him and said, "Are you gonna get off the porch and go to work?" And he goes, "I forgot my car is not here. This is 11:30 a.m. on a Monday." So I use Uber. Okay. <laughs> proponent of Uber. I took an Uber. And this is how we get our sponsorship. For I Uber. took an Uber the day before, and it was a $21 Uber because she took a wrong turn, took me to Indiana to the tolls. Oh no! And then I had to call, and I had to get that refund. Fight the toll charge, mm-hmm. and I was late to my book club. <laughs> So anyway, anyway. But if ever, if you, but I just want to give anybody that's listening a tip. If you ever happen to be in an audience with Mario Lopez and you want to find common ground, he hates to drive. So if you have any of those like Uber Little coupons you get, yeah, yeah. give them to Lopez. Instant buddy. Yeah. Instant like, friend. hey, uh, do you need also, an Uber code? Why is Mario Lopez like resorting to taking Ubers? Like, I assume that he can have somebody on retainer that can just drive his ass. I don't around. think he's really right? taking. You're I think overblowing he's just tra- Mario Lopez's celebrity. I think he, he has a show. Like, he makes I they think, make absurd money. This doesn't he's mean that Mario Lopez even say takes by the Lopez resist. Say by the Lopez. We are should call it. Absolutely. Say by the Bell Resige. That check has to be pretty hefty every year. Yeah, well, but only if his agent like negotiated a nice deal on the back end of that. Like, I bet they got screwed. I oh, heard, but no, I bet we talked. We but talked Dustin about Di- Dustin Diamond didn't get that anymore. He's in jail. Yeah, he's they in took jail. that away. They, they said no. I think no, you guys are really thinking anymore. deep. I don't think that Mario Lopez even thinks about groceries or Ubers. I think he just was trying to find something to talk to these I people. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet uh, we talked about this. At, uh, we talked a lot about Lopez on this trip, oh my God. and. <laughs> 
I think that uh, we decided that Mr. Belding probably got the best deal on the back end because he was a little bit more seasoned of an actor. And the rest of these kids were probably chasing, like, you know, want to get more per episode. Belding probably took a discount. And he was the only adult. I bet, on the back. I bet half of their parents like stole all their money. Yeah, they I guarantee that Dennis Haskins is doing better than any of the rest of those kids on on Say by the Bell. I just Cash. saw him the other day um, on NFL Sunday Countdown. He was doing Haskins a was? yeah, he Le'Veon was doing Bell something a Le'Veon Bell rap with uh, Rob Riggle. It was a Say by the Bell theme. Interesting. And Mario Lopez was in it. Wow! It all comes full circle. circle. Full circle, Lopez. Wow. Right. We're officially at our longest podcast ever, and we've done nothing but talk nonsense. <laughs> For the vast majority of some heavy Mario Lopez. Heavy Lopez yeah. talk, heavy candy talk, um, a lot Constant, of costume talk. A lot of Maker's Mark. Maker's so again, Mark. check out the uh, the Red yes. Castle Liquors pick. Definitely buy yes. a bottle of this. It is available at Red Castle Liquors and Waterfront Wine and Spirits here in Louisville. Um, you'll see the private select label, and you'll see the oak finishing staves on the back. And yep. maybe you'll get one signed by us. There you go. So, there you have it. Another cast in the books. Um... Check us out on social media at Sour Mash Tours. If you want to book a tour and come and hang out with us and talk about Mario Lopez, you're more than welcome to do that. www.sourmashtours.com. Uh, until next time, guys, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And cheers. Rots in the treetop all day long. Hopping and popping and singing his song. All the little birds on Jaybird Street Look to where the robin go Tweet, tweet, tweet Rockin' robin Tweet, tweet Rock, tweet. rock, rock and robin Tweet, tweet We'll go rockin' robin Cause we're really gonna rock tonight Tweet, tweet Every little swallow Every chickadee 